Hey everyone, welcome to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. We are your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber. It is Monday, September the 4th, 2023, and we want to say happy Labor Day to all of you today and all of you that get what we call, it was set aside as a day of rest a Day of rest for all of those who do labor. It was put into our history, you know, I think it was back in the 1800s, if, if I looked at that correctly. So that's pretty cool that even now that we're talking about rest, it is what is put into our calendar as a day that we celebrate as Labor Day. So what we have done... In this study that we've been doing about, we started out as, what does it mean to rest in God? And we did, we talked about what that rest was. We went through scripture that talks about people that did that. And then over the last few times, now we are ending this series on rest on, okay, how do you do that? And we started talking about out of Philippians chapter four, and that just kind of got a rabbit trail of its own. And we're just going to finish that rabbit trail before we finish up all those one, three little verses, right? Out of Philippians and man, we, <laughs> we have uncovered some stuff. Well, it was packed. It was packed. And you know what? In just the last few days, we have talked about how to rest in God by using prayer as a tool. And the, even the different types of prayer that we've looked at so far has been faith, agreement, request or supplication, thanksgiving, and worship. And today we're going to start a new part of it called the prayer of consecration. Yeah, and this is very powerful for us to grab hold of in this because this takes a self-discipline in your life for you to do that. It takes a submission to the purpose and will of God. And, uh, you know, sometimes that prayer requires, excuse me, requires us setting ourselves apart to follow God's will. And Jesus made that prayer that night before his crucifixion, and you'll find it in Matthew 26 and 39. It says, Going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And one of the things that I think about in that is I think about how that we see Jesus as both the Son of Man and the Son of God. And in this situation, we're seeing him uh, as the son of man and him really battling his own flesh and his emotions and everything that's going on because as the son of God, he knows the end from the beginning. So he sees everything that's taking place in that before uh, his crucifixion, before the passion takes place. He knows what the whipping post is going to feel like. Mm. He and knows, still he did it. He knows the nails going into his hands and his feet, the spear in his side, the crown of thorns on his head, the spitting on him, the mocking, you know, putting the blindfold on, slapping and saying, prophesy, son of man, if you're God, say who hit you. And he could have named any one of them at any given time. But you see in his own life, and I think everything that was done was for an example for us. I do too, Because he did that in the flesh and still overcame in right, life right and in that he was able to say not as i will but as you will and that's I, a big deal it is a big deal and i'm thankful that because of that um, he could still rest in knowing what his assignment was and it strengthened him knowing that uh, and it's the same thing for us you know people say all the time well just following jesus you know well that's easy or whatever it is easy in following him because of the life that we have in him. He empowers us. 
But he shows us as a human that still we're going to face difficult situations. But if we posture ourselves in a place of rest, anything that we are asked of God to do, we will have the strength to do it. Absolutely. And, you know, you think about how everything went down after all that took place and he was crucified before he died, before he gave up the ghost, he had to trust God again. Mm. He said, into thy hands. I commit my spirit. Mm -hmm. So another act of faith when he took his last breath. Isn't that, that's amazing. And trusted God. And you know what? In three days he got up just like he said he would. Just like he said he would. (laughs) He had that moment of rest in the tomb. He really wasn't resting though. He was taking care of business behind the scenes. Yes, he was. Uh, You know, taking authority over death, hell, and the grave. Taking the keys. (laughs) Taking the keys. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, so... Then we see the example going throughout the Word of God, the way consecration happens in our own lives. Paul told us in Romans 6 and 9, uh, excuse me, 6 and 19, he said, I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members' servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now, and I'm going to put a little something in here, now that you're born again, now that you're serving the Lord, Yield your members, servants, to righteousness unto holiness. And the reason why he's saying that to us is because I think it's like this. When I was a heathen, I was a good heathen. (laughs) I was a sinner. I was a good sinner. You were good at it. I was a fool for me. I was a fool for anything in my life. Now if I'm going to be known as a fool, I won't be known as a fool for Christ. Yes, you're set apart for that. That's right. I want to yield myself to righteousness And I want to go after it with gusto. I mean, with everything within me. I want everything the Lord intends for me to have. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you think about being separated unto the Lord. um, And a lot of people say that. Well, what am I separated from? You're talking about exactly what it's talking about. It's separating from what you want to do. All the unrighteous acts. Yeah, all the flesh wants to do. And separating yourself and saying, I want to do it God's way. I don't want to do it my way. I've heard the old saying you have too. You know, well, God is on my side. Listen, that's not a great saying. It's not. That's not a great saying. We need to say, I'm on his side. Yeah. You know, I'm on his side. I'm not looking for him to be on my side. I want to be on his side. And, and, and what was it the in the scripture where it says who's on the on the side of the Lord? <laughs> yeah. Well, when they were standing between the Mount of Blessing and the Mount of Cursing, yes, know, that's, he said, that's "As for I'm, me and my, my house, house, we're going to serve the Lord." That's right. And so I think about things like that when we talk about consecrating ourselves unto the Lord, and we do that sometimes as we're talking about right now uh, in areas of prayer. Taking the time, consecrating ourselves, setting ourselves apart even from our own agenda to spend time in prayer. Yeah. And we need to pray like Jesus prayed. Mm-hmm. Not my will. But thy will be yeah. done. Yeah. Wow, that's I, I, used to, I preached a message years ago on that very verse and it, where it says that. And it says, first of all, it says, nevertheless. Yeah. Not my will, thy will be done. The reason it's nevertheless because we never give the less, we always give the best. Amen. <laughs> That's a good one to end on today. So I, I hope you're getting in the flow with us of what we're talking about. How you can use prayer as a as a tool to rest in God. We hope all of you enjoy your holiday today. Tune back in with us tomorrow. Have a blessed day, everybody. 